0: Horns are screaming, I ain't the one you wanna mess with. Use a joke, I ain't the one you wanna jest with. The battle's coming, you only got a few seconds to run. What? What? Yeah, Hello, I'm Matt Minnick. Yeah. This is Coach Speak. So today just wanted to talk to you a little bit about a a tweet that went out recently from Pro Football Focus that really interested me and, and obviously caught the attention of Bengals fans, but I think there's there's more to it than just, you know, what we as Bengals fans uh, take from it, what we as Bengals fans want to uh, to know from it. And, uh, Tampa Trey uh, put out his top 10 defensive play callers and on top of the list, not surprisingly, uh, is Bill Belichick slash Steve Belichick. And number two, perhaps a surprise uh, to many, uh, is Lou Anarumo of the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, look, I I, I haven't really sat down and and thought through um, this entire thing. Um, you know, where exactly I would place people. Um, so I don't I I don't know if I would necessarily put Lou quite that high, but. Obviously, he is one of the top um, defensive coordinators in the NFL. All right. And they, you know, they break it down by play color. I, you know, you know my feelings about that on offense. It's kind of the same thing on defense as well. Um, so, what, is, what does that mean? What can we kind of take from that? You know, you've got some big name guys on here. Um, you know, some guys who have been head coaches, Dan Quinn, Raheem Morris. Um, Brian Flores, Steve Wilks, um, some guys who have gotten a lot of buzz uh, about that, Avero, uh, um, Wink, <laughs> uh, you know, you, you get Spagnoli, you get Fan, uh, Fangio, all right, so those are the guys that are rounded out the top ten that was in no particular order. I was kind of hopping around a little bit there. But, look, I mean, like a lot of these guys are really big-name guys, and, you know, these are the types of guys that, that – People wanted uh, that were talked about. that were even, you know, there was a buzz about the Bengals talking to um, when when the Bengals were looking to hire a the coordinator uh, when Zach first got the job. You know, and and there was a, a thought process, and and I share this thought process that you know it, it might be smart to bring in a guy like Dom Capers, like Jack Del Rio, who had had some head coaching experience. Um, you know, who could balance out uh, the lack of experience from, from Zach Taylor? Um, I was a little bit more of a fan of, of uh, somebody who was a little bit younger, a little bit, you know, with a little bit less experience, but uh, we'll get into that in a minute. But anywho, uh, those things didn't work out. They went with Andre Rumo. That was considered a failure uh, by many. Uh, that they weren't able to, to bring in somebody else, you know. Rumo was a guy who had been overlooked for years, and now was being overlooked because he was overlooked. You know, it was like, oh well, he's so old. Why didn't he get a chance before? Um, you know, we used to we used to give give people chances that were that were qualified, that earned it. You know, and now this is a this is a, a field where they're looking for the young, exciting. Person to put in there, and not necessarily looking at the experience, which you know there's there's give and take with that. There's there's uh, value in each, uh, but you know unfortunately that don't, we don't always look at the guy that um, has the best resume necessarily or the deepest resume uh, all the time. So let's break this down a little bit. Let, let's talk about this and what does this really mean, right? Again, Lou Norum was a guy that they didn't want. Uh, that you know people. Didn't give a lot of chances to um, that after he was hired, right? People want to get rid of Zach Taylor, and then the people that didn't want to get back, rid of Zach Taylor were like, oh, at least get a, rid of Anna Rumo, right? And I, and I think that's a really bad thing that happens in the NFL. And, you know, bad meaning not positive, but also bad meaning not necessarily productive, right? Everybody's looking for a quick fix. Everybody's looking for an out, a scapegoat. Like, we see that stuff happen far too much in the NFL. And and look, um, you know, after taking the Bengals to the Super Bowl relatively quickly, you know, Zach Taylor said uh, in in interviews, hey, I realize I'm lucky to be here. I realize, um, you know, a lot of franchises, you know, would not have given me this much leeway would have let me go after year one after year two um so obviously that worked out you know but but I think it comes down to like you know when you're looking for the young exciting guys sometimes you're just looking for a young exciting dynamic offense right that that sells tickets you're not necessarily looking to build something that that can be special and that can be s- sustainable you know and I think that's what the, the Bengals look at to the do they're looking to build that culture that culture that can turnaround that can improve um and you know m- be maintained over the long term so one of the big things right away with with Anarumo was that, like they did not have good corner play um early in in his tenure and, and, and they were really struggling um yeah, I think yeah, Jalen Davis playing on the outside, which is not good for Jalen Davis. We all hated Jalen Davis for a while there, but now we like him because he's playing where he should be on in, in the inside. But they didn't have a lot of options. You know, a lot of times we, we, we blame these people, you know, but like people get mad at Hakeem like, oh, man, he's a terrible guard. Why do they move him to guard? Well, they moved him to guard because they didn't have a damn guard. Like <laughs> they, like somebody had to play guard. Um, you know, and more power to him for, for stepping up into the role, um, even though, yeah, he's a better tackle. Um, so sometimes you just you don't have the dudes you don't you don't have that so I, that, I think that's a big part of it um is is that they needed to have the right guys all right but it, i stumbled upon the right words there because it's not just the the most talented guys it's not just the guys with the right skill set it's the guys with the right mindset the guys who are really fully bought in and that's another big part of things is that they needed to get people on board or out the door you know they, they needed to deal with the malcontents a little bit um before they could really become something positive and you know there are some players who were really good players for the Bengals um who we were hoping were going to be really good players uh for the next franchise but it was just time for for them to go they just weren't fully on board um you know maybe some physical drop off but, but just weren't fully on board either and and there was some addition by subtraction that went on you know even with some some franchise greats um, were just not bound to be a part of of this regime and look again they could scapegoat to loop they could have got rid of Zach Taylor you know Zach Taylor is lo- looking to looking to build this culture and they could have they could have moved on from him and I think a lot of teams do that and that's why a lot of teams are in a rut for a long time. Uh, because when you're trying to start something new every t- every two three years, like you're gonna find yourself in that endless circle until you you know stumble upon something by by sheer dumb luck. So, I think it's really interesting too the the culture that that Taylor is trying to build. Um, one thing that you really notice about them is he lets people be themselves. You know, he doesn't pull in the reins on people. He doesn't. Tell Eli Apple to get off Twitter. You know what I mean. He he's he doesn't you know seriously reprimand uh, Jamar Chase for giving people the finger, right? You know, like he just kind of like he lets them be. He lets them have personalities. That's Not something that happens in New England. Um, in fact, you know, like, I, I I live in New England. those one of the things I really love about Gronk was because, was that like Gronk and Brady and uh, Akib Talib. Akib Talib by the way, one of my favorite NFL players of all time, but, uh, Tlaib and, and, Gronk and Brady, like would be themselves in interviews. And you could see how authentic it was, but like everybody else is, is playing the Belichick lines, you know, like you could hear Belichick and everybody else, but those guys would be themselves with the Bengals. Like everybody is themselves. Everybody's being authentic out there. Um, and that's really something that, that, sets people up to be successful. You know, when, when you have a job in any field where you want to be good, you're working to be good, you're given the freedom to do that in the way you want. You're given the freedom to be yourself. You're not told to fit into a box. You're not told to live by somebody else's philosophies. Um, I think that's where, you know, that that's where you're going to be most successful. And I, when we when we look at things Sometimes it's just time for, for people to move on Sometimes it's just not right anymore And, and, and that's what happened with some of those The malcontents contents that I mentioned before that, Again, franchise greats, people we should still love People whose um, Businesses that are coming to Northern Kentucky We should frequent, why not um, I've been to the one in Miami, it's, it's excellent It just wasn't right anymore It just wasn't going to fit You know, so But Taylor gave, them, gave Those people a chance Taylor didn't drive people out of town, like when he, he really could have. I, I think we you see that with a lot of coaches, they come in, and they and they they clean house, Dion, and you know that 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 can work, all right. Look, I've been that guy, the my way the highway guy, the the the, the, the screaming yelling, get the bleep out of my office guy. Um, there's a lot of those out there, and they, and it can work, but like Taylor was really just trying to let everybody be themselves and see what was going to work and see what was going to fit and, and try and give people a million opportunities really to do that. And, um, yeah, maybe he'd, maybe he tightened the the ropes a little bit if he could do it again. But I think there's something really, really cool about that. Really beneficial about that and And I think it probably paid off for them in the long run, you know, that they were able to get some of these guys in here, um, and do some really special things with this group. So, Anyway, um, I think there's way too much of this in the NFL. I think there's way too much of this in college football. I mean, you used to see, you know, coaches that were tenured and they were at, at Big 12, Big 10 schools for 10 years. And, look, they weren't necessarily Woody Hayes. You know what I mean? They, they weren't um, competing on a national level. But, like, you know, somewhere where it just became all about money less about relationships and less about, you know, building culture and building people. Uh, all of a sudden the 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 Kansas of the world think that they should be competing for a national championship every year and it's like no like hey like yeah we all want to aspire to that but um you don't fire the guy that you're not giving you know the uh (laughs) the tools to do that or the time to do that for that matter um some of my big issues with with University of Texas why you know people get really excited about University of Texas and and they they do it all the time but like they never give the resources or the uh the time to be able to really change things there um and you know I look at Sarkazian you know Brittany Manning I'm thinking well who's gonna be Manning's coach by the end of it because especially now that now that you have a Manning in there there's gonna be all this pressure and um and when they lose a game there's gonna be like ah well we gotta get rid of him and all, all of a sudden it's gonna be Cliff Kingsbury show so that might be a prediction I want to put that out there. Should I put that out I literally just just said that and without thinking about it, but I kind of like it as a prediction. I don't like it as what it says for the world or what it says for culture building or anything like that, but Cliff Kingsbury was going to be um, Manning's coach by the end of his college career. I'm going to say that as a prediction. Boom, right here, live. Haven't had my coffee yet. Probably going to regret this later, but here we are. So, um, anyway, anyway, that's just the point I'm trying to say. So, like the Bengals deserve a lot of credit for giving Taylor the freedom, the time to develop something. Getting Joe Burrow sure as hell doesn't hurt, but he needed time to develop the things around him, and the things around Joe Burrow are a lot more important. Than people often give them credit for, and Taylor deserves credit for not scapegoating Lou, not trying to save his own job by getting rid of Lou, by himself from the year by getting rid of Lou, because we see that type of crap all the time, alright look at New England replacing two coordinators or, sorry, New England, not New England mm. uh, Belichick does not need to save his job um, look at Cleveland mm. replacing two coordinators, Joe Woods is a good football coach, like, Joe Woods is a really good football coach um, you know, they, 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 they get rid of those guys, you know, like, like we see that type of stuff happen um, the Chiefs Chiefs, another really great example. Although, although I, th- I think there was a, a little bit of a different motivation there. I think when you look at Chiefs and the Chiefs in Baltimore, there's a, there's a similar motivation with, um, you know, it, it was Wink's time to go. Uh, I think things thing is, it passed Wink by a little bit. They needed to get somebody with a little different mindset in. Um, it wasn't just the Burl got gun fired, although that kind of happened. Um, but, you know, Wink's still a great football coach and, and bounced back Lennon at his feet there. Um, but I, w- I would also say, uh, like, like, Kansas City, Bob Sutton's a really good football coach. And Bob Sutton was doing a really good job in Kansas City with what they what they gave him and what um, you can really do on the other side of that offense as a defensive coordinator. Because, uh, you know, that, that complementary football piece gets ignored sometimes. Bob Sutton was doing a really good job. Um, they, they brought in Spagnola, in my opinion, uh, to beat Brady. Because Spagnola had done that a couple times um, in, with the New York Giants. So, obviously, that ended up not being what they needed him for. Uh, Spagnola's done some really great things. I'm not trying to say anything negative about him. Um, obviously, they, they did a really good job with those uh, young cornerbacks this year, with young young defensive backs this year. Uh, they, they've done a really good job on uh, on defense in Kansas City. Um, but, like, Bob Sutton was a good football coach and, and really got scapegoated, even by Andy Reid, who was. Job was not really in jeopardy. So, anyway, long way of saying, don't be so fast to fire people. Work with people. Figure out what's gonna work. Give people time to make things work. And I, and I think, <clears throat> see, I think that we're, You know, that, that that's true in any field. That sometimes we just pass by things too fast. We we look to get rid of people. We look to move on from things. We want to appear that we're doing something. Right, we want our bosses to be like, "Well, hey, why isn't this?" Well, I got rid of that guy. I brought in this other guy. Like it just like, it makes you look like you're doing something. And action for the sake of action is is not productive. Um, do things that matter. Bring in the right people, make the right decisions, and then give them time, resources to flourish. Sometimes you're gonna make a change. I get it, but you don't have to make a change every five seconds, right? If you if you bring in the right people, if you do the research, you do the work, you bring in the right people. Give them time. Let it work. Get out of the damn way. That's what we need to do as bosses a lot of times. Alright, so that's enough for my simple facts for today. Sorry for rambling on. Uh, but hey, you got a pretty cool uh, prediction out of that. I am at Minic. This is Coach Speak. Yeah, we're coming for with ours, yeah, we're coming for with ours.